This is Great Disturbances, a Star Wars podcast. Each week, hosts Rich and Paul discuss Star Wars media, no matter what form it takes. All right, welcome back. I am Rich. And I am Paul. And we are going to talk to you today about a video game. We're going to talk about Star Wars Battlefront 2. What a bunch of fucking nerds talking about <laughs> video games. Nerdy nerdy video games is that, that's how I roll. I've I'm a video game freak. Okay, okay. Yeah, you know, so. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah, well, I, I accept that. So, this is the one that we ended up with because of a, because of the our what was it our was it our second coin toss or was it our first coin toss? I think it was our second coin toss. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Maybe we just get right into it here because there's a lot to talk about. Yeah, go for it, man. All right, so I, I got my I got my thing. Patented here. Rich Davenport summary. And, Hit it, bro. And I, I tried to I tried to do this from the point of view of someone who is with the Empire. Oh, cre- okay. creative. Mm. So, yeah, I know. I'm trying to I'm trying to I'm trying to give it a little spice here. Spicy. Right. So, <laughs> Inferno Squad Commander Aiden Versio is unabashedly loyal to the Empire. Rightly so, as her father, Admiral Garrick Versio, is a higher up in the Imperial Navy. Aiden has been fighting with Dell and Hask at her side for years, becoming the sharpened edge of the Empire's blade. When filthy rebels destroy the Emperor's <laughs> crowning achievement, Death Star 2 above Endor, Aiden and company take their ship, the Corvus, and head to the forest moon to secure the planet. Overrun by the rebellion forces, Iden, Dell, and Hask take TIE fighters from the planet's surface to escape. Aboard Admiral Versio's Star Destroyer, Iden is told of the Emperor's death, and Inferno Squad learn of the Empire's endgame, Operation Cinder. Operation Cinder. It sounds so melodramatic. But to enact this operation, they will need experimental satellites, which are aboard another Star Destroyer, the Dauntless, which is moored at the Imperial Dockyard at Fondor. Aiden and Hask depart immediately to assist the Dauntless and bring back the satellites while Dell is sent to Pelio to destroy one, one of the Emperor's hidden bases, lest it come under the control of the Rebellion. On Pelio, Dell is radicalized by an encounter with the Rebel Force Wizard, Luke Skywalker. <laughs> together, together they reach the Emperor's base, and Skywalker steals some items that belong to the Empire. Hask and Aiden are ambushed by a rebel cruiser at Fondor, but Inferno and, da- and the Dauntless are able to fight it off, returning, to, returning the Star Destroyer to Versio's fleet. Once back with the fleet, Aiden, Hask, and Dell witness the destruction of Aiden's homeworld by Admiral Versio in a first volley of attacks on known planets in order to establish and hold control. Aiden and Dell are sent to the surface of the planet to re- retrieve a person of interest, Protectorate Gleb. But as they... But as they witness the destruction of the planet, Aiden become, became disillusioned with the Empire, and she and Del fight their way off-planet, trying to rescue as many civilians as they can. Now on the run, the deserters seek out the aid of the Rebellion and team up with Rebel General Lando Calrissian, who offers them a chance to help fix things and stop Operation Cinder, which Del and Aiden accept. Now fully radicalized, both Aiden and Del run missions with the Rebellion, eventually taking down both Operation Cinder and dealing the Empire one final fatal blow on the sands and on the sands of and in the skies above Jakku. Jakku. That's right, Jakku. Thirty years later, though, Dell is captured by Kylo Ren. He's Kylo looking for Ren. The, he's looking for that map to find Skywalker. 
Finding nothing, he nothing. He turns Dell over to Hask, who has been itching to take Dell out from take Dell out behind the woodshed. I love that phrase, taking someone out behind the woodshed. <laughs> I don't know why. Disposing of Dell, Hask lays a trap for Iden, hoping that, hoping to prevent the New Republic from finding out about Project Resurrection. Project Resurrection. Project Resurrection. <clears throat> so, I feel like it was a little bit of a John, like a like a. Uh, an off kilter summary, but that was the best I could do with. Oh, that was good. St- that was good stuff. I, that I was good, like, nice touches with the Imperial rebel, <laughs> Imperial force wizard, rebel, uh, rebel force wizard, <laughs> yeah. whatever the fuck, whatever the fuck you use term to use for Luke Skywalker. So, you know, you played, played through this, right? Yeah. How long, how long did it take you to get through? It, it was about, like you said, like five, six, seven hours, something like that. Yeah. It took it me wasn't a lot bad. less and, time this time. And, and I turned it like, I'll be, honest to our listener like i turned it to easy mode because i yeah, wanted well, yeah, to get too. through it right i, I didn't yep. and so I, I kind of i kind of split my thoughts in two ways one is the gameplay of the game itself okay and one is the sort of the story and the elements in there gotcha right? okay so i can i can cover that my thoughts on the gameplay and i want to get your thoughts on the gameplay too yeah but for me those are the smaller piece right okay they're, they're for me it's relatively quicker to talk about the gameplay and then okay. just talk about the things in the story. Okay. So the gameplay, I can see how this game would be super fun multiplayer because yes. there is a lot of depth, the cards, the abilities, yeah. the different, the characters that have do very different things. Mm-hmm. Super cool for a battlefront style game. Yeah. Like I last, I mean, I've only played, I've only played this battlefront and then the original OG star Wars battlefront, the very first, like the one. first yeah. battlefront, the first round of battlefront. Yep. And this one felt like super cool compared to that yeah. in terms of, in terms of what you can do in, in battle and what your abilities and things can do. Sure. What it didn't do for me was that to me, I, I was like, as I was playing, I was like, this is super cool for multiplayer. Yeah. It didn't do much for me. Single player campaign wise. I mean, obviously the draw of the game is the multiplayer anyway. So I can, I right. can forgive. I don't even care that I didn't like the campaign as much as I, if I paid for PS whatever or the ea or whatever service would give me do multiplayer i bet i would have i bet i would have a ton of fun yeah because i think the game is well designed for multiplayer and the campaign is not an afterthought but the campaign is the way to to deliver a story that sews things together rather than it's not the campaign mode is not the centerpiece of the game right in terms of what you're supposed to do with the game oh absolutely now, yeah. I, w- I wanted to touch real quick on what you're talking about with this multiplayer thing. When this game came out, and this game came out in 2017, it's, it's about three years old now. And when it came out in 2017, it was absolutely savaged by players Wasn't this, like, and critics. Couldn't you, didn't you have to like buy loot boxes and shit like that? Yes, yes. Fuck yes. that. Yeah. And, well, and what they did, the beautiful thing is, what they did with this game is they completely revamped the multiplayer. They went back in, they took out the loot boxes, they made everything progression-based. Like, all of your unlocks are progression-based now. So, what you were talking about, the way you were talking about multiplayer, is actually accurate to how multiplayer is now, but ironically, inaccurate to the way it was originally Really? Yeah, and the and the, multi, and the and the campaign never changed. The campaign's been the same since since the jump. So, but and, and I spent I spent plenty of time on the multiplayer for this game probably two years ago, it, right around the time that they they revamped it. 
because as soon as it became progression, I'm not going to buy extra stuff. I already paid for the game. Sorry, yeah. guys. You know, I, you. I'm sorry. I'm not a loot box player. I'm not. I'm not. I don't do Fuck that. that. Right. Fuck that. So I went back once they once they switched it, and I they definitely they definitely made it up a thousand times better. Nice. I do think that you'd enjoy the hell out of it too. Because I bet I, I'm sure I would. It's massive battles, but yeah. there's also there's also they also have other modes. They have heroes versus villains. So you are either on a hero side or on the villain side, and you can pick Obi Wan or Luke or Dooku or yeah. yeah, right, yeah, and and it's the big bads versus the big goods, and it's right. it's it's a lot of fun to play that because you get to play a lot of the force powers and shit like that. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, that's like don't that, that's that's that. not a, not that's that's awesome. Um, <clears throat> my other thing about the gameplay is the I found the piloting really fun. Yeah, <laughs> I found it really fun, and I, it made me see it made me see why that you would go from this to that new squadron game coming. Yeah, like I see the I see the seeds of that in this one. Oh yeah, right? yeah. In, in the at least in the videos that I've seen of that new one, like the seeds of that are here, and this is. This game was, from a single-player standpoint, my, I had the most fun when I was doing pilot stuff. Really? For me, That's yeah. good. That's good, yeah. man. Well, because we are going gonna, to, at some point, we're going to play that, that. Oh, fuck uh, yeah. Well, we're actually, I'm going to play it on October 2nd. So hopefully you'll... Oh, uh, well. Be, uh, blah, blah, blah. Well, yeah, I was going to say, hopefully you're going to play it with me. But, um, <laughs> right. But I will, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fess up here. I suck at piloting in space. I do. Like, oh, right. There's nothing to keep me like centered, and so I get way off. Like, where's up? You know, like how, you know, yeah. Like piloting on planets is 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 difficult, but not this difficult. <laughs> so, you know what? I wonder is in the last couple of years I've really gotten into RC airplane stuff. Oh yeah, sure. So I spend a lot of time either flying them or doing the simulator on my computer to train for that. Yeah, brain is a strong word. I just to, <laughs> to have fun with it, right? But I could definitely feel that part of my brain flexing when I was doing the pilot stuff because the the control the RC. I don't have it right by me, but RC like radio controlled RC planes. It's very similar because there are two two sticks that you use. Oh sure, with yeah. your thumbs to fly that too. Yeah, so it feels very similar to a PlayStation controller. Nice. And then the one stick, I changed. I changed it so it had the same. Like when you push the stick, the right hand stick down, the ship goes up, which oh, is how sure. an RC plane would work. Yeah, you invert the uh, invert the uh, invert the uh, y axis. Um, y axis, yeah. I did that, and once I did that, my brain was like, "Oh, okay, I get it." <laughs> so I I had a pretty good time with the piloting stuff because it bore some resemblance to real stuff. You really want to fuck me up? Watch me try and play that with the inverted <laughs> y-axis. Like I can't do it anyway. But as soon as like as soon as up is down and down is up, I am running into like, everything. That's, that's it. Like asteroids, pieces of other people. I can you know whatever doesn't matter. I I just I turn into a damn suicide bomber in that thing. It's like ah, space kamikaze. I'm gonna I'm gonna upload the uh, the videos. I I I, I streamed the whole thing. I streamed the entire campaign. I've only I've only uploaded the one video so far, but okay. I'm going to upload the other ones and wait till you see me try to pilot at the Fondor shipyards. It is it's a nightmare, <laughs> an absolute fucking nightmare. I I wow, it's terrible. It's terrible. Okay, so between liking the piloting and 
seeing very clearly that the multiplayer will be fun if I ever do that. Yeah. Those are my only gameplay notes for myself. Okay. Okay. The rest of the I, notes I wrote down are story stuff. So if there's anything else you have gameplay gotcha. wise. I have, I have one other um, gameplay comment. And the other thing that I really suck at, and I need to point it out, is that I really suck at stealth missions. Oh, dude. I always get caught that's at actually, that's, stealth missions. The, always. Uh, there, were some, there were some parts of the missions where like, you could do stealth, but you could also just blast your way through. Yeah. And I, like, I would kill the first guy in stealth mode. Yeah. And that, that was about all I could manage. And then I was like... <laughs> I would do something dumb, and then I'm like, "Fuck it, we're passing our way out, guys." <laughs> I, I couldn't do it. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, like multiplayer. I don't know how multiplayer works, but I imagine that stealth is, does not play a large role in the multiplayer. No, no. And so this game was not built for like really good stealth. I'm sure. No. Like they, you know, other stealthy stealth games. You know. Yeah. Like Splinter Cell or something like yeah, that. You ever, exactly. ever play Splinter Cell? I've seen videos of that, yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. I played that on the GameCube back in the day. I sucked at it, but I played. I mean, <laughs> it's all stealth, and i like constantly <laughs> alerting people. And I was like, <laughs> I barely made it through the training thing. You know, there's like a little training thing yeah. at the beginning that yeah. you have to be stealthy at or you don't get yeah. to play the rest of the game. <laughs> it's like, well, I barely made it through that. But anyway. <laughs> back, back That's to funny. <laughs> so this, this game kind of bridges the gap between Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens. Yeah. Almost yep. almost exactly. But the main the main chunk of it like is right after Return of the Jedi. It's right after Return of the Jedi. And what's interesting to me is that this is canon. This the story is canon now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And but but there's also these Oh, by the way, did you know that part of that canon is that Aiden was at the original Death Star too? Really? She well, was a pilot. She was a TIE fighter pilot. Okay. And then she was chasing a Y-wing like away. Yeah. When the Death Star blew up, so she survived the Death Star, the, the OG Death Star. Wow. Okay. And that kind of helped her push her toward more uh, Inferno-ish activities. Huh. I did not yeah. know that. How, how yeah. did you hear that? Did, is that like I read it on the. Heard? I read it on the. There was a video recap of Iden Versio's story that I was like kind of watching, huh. just. Just as I got, I got kind of curious as to what, because you know how it is with any character that's introduced in a game or a movie or whatever. Yeah. There's going to be shitloads of backstory that you don't see, right? That novels or short stories or comics are filling in, right? Right. Yeah. So I just got curious, and I just sure. watched a little short video sure. about that. So they, yeah. they, there are a couple of Battlefront Two Inferno Squadron books that oh, have okay. been, that have been meaning to read. Okay. So maybe that's where maybe that's where that comes in. That's interesting. I like that. Yeah. I like that little bit. Um, so there are, there's a, there's a three book arc that takes place after return of the Jedi that deals with like all this stuff and the empire is still very much there yeah, yeah. in, in that three book arc. So what I'm finding interesting is that with this being you know, because it's it's several months basically after Endor that they have this battle on Jakku. So basically, that three book arc takes place between that three month or four or five month period, which mm-hmm. isn't a long time, right? No. I mean, the Empire does not last long after this. No, they really don't. Which which is a very big difference from the original extended universe because the original extended universe the, Im- they the empire three was years they hung on for a long time yeah yeah which actually to me kind of makes more sense yeah it does yeah it does 
I like the idea that they would because yeah. there would be skirmishes all over the place. Like all over the place. Every, everybody wouldn't just get the message and be like, oh, well, I guess like, well, done. no, okay. Time, time to give it up. Right. That's us. We surrender. Rebels. Yeah. We surrender. Yeah. Oh, what? Well, these scrappy rebels blew up the second death star and now it's over. Well, okay. <clears throat> I guess this overwhelming, you know, space flotilla that we have doesn't mean anything. So, okay, <laughs> right, right. sure. Right. We surrender. Project resurrection. What, what was that Is about? That- well, there's a there is a there's a DLC, a downloadable content. Uh, but literally, but literally, what is Project Resurrection? I don't understand. Project Resurrection, I don't know what the fuck is it. <laughs> Project Resurrection. Let's see here. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Here we go. They search the ship for information on Project Resurrection, eventually discovering that it involves the First Order kidnapping children and indoctrinating them to become stormtroopers. So basically, it's how they're going to have stormtroopers. That seems kind of anticlimactic. Yeah, I don't know if I like that. I don't. Yeah. So let's let's jump into the story stuff from the, okay. from the campaign because yeah. there's 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 lots of little things going on. Yeah. One thing that I loved loved was the moment when. Iden, Hask, and Dell are on the Force Moon of Endor, mm-hmm. and the Death Star blows up in the sky above them. I wrote that down too. And they see it. Yes. Right. Yes. That like that is like it's almost. I think it's almost a f- f- storytelling. Like there's there's an opportunity there because because one thing Iden says Iden is like, you know, we have time to grieve later. Let's go do whatever it is we're supposed to do now. I forget what it is. Right. But there's a storytelling moment there that like, so I understand that for, like a soldier's duty is still to do the thing. Right? right. But like, I feel like that actually that glazed over the gravitas of that moment for those characters, because like that should represent like the destruction of their hope that yeah. should represent, like that should literally be as bad or maybe even worse than like September 11th. And it feels weird to say that. Right. Because September 11th is real and this is right. fake and it's a game. But to the characters in the game, right. that should feel kind of like September 11th. Right. Because to them, terrorists destroyed a symbol of their nation. And it was a big giant thing in the sky and they watched it get destroyed. Yeah. So it bears a lot of similarity to September 11th. Holy crap, it does. And thousands and thousands of people died. Yeah, and then watching helplessly as thousands of people die. Good Lord. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Jeez. And then, of uh, course, of course, they fly through the wreckage later, too, just like firemen and who, workers would comb through the wreckage of, of the, the, the towers and the area surrounding them after September 11th. They yeah. fly through the wreckage of the Death Star later too like after they get off planet right there's lots of parallels there which i thought was like i don't feel like they i don't feel like the story i mean the story has to move so i get it right but it would have been really great to sort of see some more of like them just sort of dropping to their knees like what they're because i think i kind of think that their universe just turned upside down yeah because they viewed the empire as invincible the emperor himself as invincible all this kind of stuff and then just to see it to watch it happen 
as they're expecting this great victory that day. They're right. expecting the rebels to be crushed that day. Right. You know, and instead their nation is the loser of that battle. And presumably like the loser of many things that day. And then later, I, they don't even find out until later that the emperor was on the Death Star when it blew up. So they, like, right. when the admiral tells her that the emperor is dead, she didn't know he was on board until then. And then she's like, well, well, fuck me even worse. Right. <laughs> right. Right. But cinematically like watching it happen, I did. I, th- I think the game did a good job in terms of like, the story did a good job in terms of like that was a moment of severe existential whatever for them in yeah. that moment you know yeah like that caught them by surprise they didn't expect to watch it explode in the sky you know? right that's a that's a really brilliant parallel that you've made there and i i didn't go there but you said you were describing it and talking about it in that way mm-hmm. yeah definitely makes it makes a lot of sense yeah I do. I do love it. I, I actually kind of like it even more now. Not that I, not that I, not that you didn't like it, not that I didn't like it or that I liked what happened on nine 11. Don't miss, don't miss yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, sure. I, I'm simply saying that, that it, like you said, it has gravitas. It has yeah. weight now more so than, than what, because I wrote down seeing the death star blow up from the planet's surface was pretty neat. I wrote neat. <laughs> this is me. So, so like, so there's a, there's a, there's a story about the first American to go up into, into, into space and the first Russian to go up into space and the first American to go up into space said, wow. And the first Russian recited some like beautiful poetry. Yeah. yeah. I, I am the American in this <laughs> scenario and you're the first Russian. I'm the dirty this, commie. You're the Oof. dirty commie. Uh, you said you you are like this is fucking amazing and it and it just it flows together with this and it all it evokes all this and I'm like wow that's neat that's so space, cool I love space it space explosions space blow up yay <laughs> sky flowers so that was I thought that was I thought that was a great touch yeah to have that moment in the game and you see that happen I thought it was yeah, great. that was that was really good another th- kind of piggybacking on that. In that, in that idea that you're you're seeing this from the perspective of the other the side, there was a there's a dropped line that Iden says at one point. And I don't remember exactly what it is. I, I don't remember exactly when it is. Excuse me, but she says rebellions were built on hate, which is an interesting parallel or anagram to rebellions were built on hope, which is something that yeah. uh, Jen Erso yeah. was told yeah. and then parrots later. Yeah, um, but. Something that I really love about this game is that you do get that other side feel, yeah, right? You, like, you really do. Like being there with them, they are entrenched in their belief system. They, yeah. They're yeah. Just, just as entrenched in their belief system as the rebels are in theirs, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's interesting because now we're talking, about, we're talking about people. We're not talking about a big faceless rebel, or republic or empire or a faceless rebellion. Yeah. We're talking about like two sides with people, right? Yeah. I read a uh, a comic miniseries called The Other Side, literally called The Other Side. It's about the Vietnam War uh, mm-hmm. by Jason Aaron. This was years ago. It was, I think, it was like his big first big smash book. But it's a it's a it's told from both the side of an American GI and an NVA Army soldier. 
Sure. And and this that's what this strikes me as because we kind of get both sides. We get the flip too because when I yeah. when Iden you know transfers to the uh, rebellion, yeah, you know, or the New Republic, I guess. But um, we kind of get to see both sides. Yeah, like that. <clears throat> so and I did too. I did the, even the, even the first mission when you're when Iden is captured by the rebellion. Yeah, it, it does a good. It does a decent job of like sort of humanizing an empire right member for you. Yeah. yeah. Along the lines of that stuff, the wreckage, both the Death Star wreckage or Death Star 2 wreckage, and then later on Jakku when you're mm-hmm. flying and fighting among the wreckage. I like the use of wreckage for yeah. this stuff because all these Star Wars battles are dealing with such massively fucking huge things yeah. that like any battle should have just like ungodly amounts of wreckage. Like, right? right. So that, that, that giant battle over Coruscant at the beginning of Revenge of the Sith yeah. Should have just littered Coruscant with like fucking wreckage after wreckage of all those cruisers and destroyers and stuff that were blasting away at each other. Right. To say nothing of the smaller ships that were. Yeah, that they're were getting blown out of the sky. Yeah. yeah. And so, wow. so on Jakku, because you get a taste of it when you watch Force Awakens, you see. The, right. You see the Star Destroyers, but like that that wreckage and fighting in the wreckage of the things and blowing things up more to make sure other things don't happen. And like that was a nice touch. Yeah. Even, I liked it. I really did enjoy that. The, the the like I said, the world that the Star Wars universe should have wreckage all over the place. Yeah, and and wreckage cleanup efforts all over the place. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There. Yeah. There yeah. should be. There should be like scows and like space that are like collecting yeah. up all this garbage. All the garbage from battles and stuff. Yeah. The to me there was a weak point here. I think, or maybe the plot was. There was a there was a plot thing that I was like I don't quite get it, and that was Operation Cinder. Yeah, I was like, what is that? What is that really about? It seemed silly. It seemed contrived to motivate Aiden to betray the Empire. Yeah, because because if you're somebody who if you're if you're Aiden Verzio, and you already know that the Empire completely destroyed a planet full of people. You already know that. Yeah. You already know that the Empire builds weapons that can do that. You already know the, the campaigns that the Empire has waged because you've been part of them as a soldier. I mean, it seems a little bit wrong, but why should it seem so wrong to you that the Empire is doing this thing now? Yeah. You know? like And, and, and strategically, it seems pretty stupid, too, from the Empire's perspective or the Emperor's perspective because, like, apparently Vardos was very much an ally like they're like yay empire we're with you this is cool yeah hooray order you know what i mean like they were they were all for it so like what possible effect except for fomenting rebellion could operation cinder have had on loyal planets yeah yeah that's interesting it didn't make any sense to me And and clearly it backfired because it created more rebels Right, right. Especially in the persons of Aiden and Dell. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's, it's interesting. That's an interesting point, actually, because I thought about something similar as, as we're kind of, as we were kind of watching this attack on Vardos go on. Admiral Versio, Aiden's dad, yeah. Aiden's yeah. father, he is tight jawed and, you know, you know. I'm Rod Strait. I'm a, Ram I'm a military Strait. man. Yeah. Right. He's a military man, right? So, for him, blowing up this planet doesn't matter. Like, I that doesn't make any and, sense. And nope. by the way, it's his home planet. 
That's his home planet. Exactly. Yeah. So like, why would he be okay with that? Number one. Why? Like, is he really that far gone into whatever? Yeah. Do you have to be like, okay, so you're, you're in a cult and that cult says you need to blow up your home state or your home country, or your hometown, right? Yeah. Are you really okay with that? Yeah. Especially when, especially when the cult, especially when your hometown is like, yay cult. Right. Yeah. Right. Like your hometown right. is like uh, bona fide, like fan base number one of the cult. <laughs> yeah. The cult says yes. And they need to be punished. Right. What? Yeah. Why? That makes no sense. <laughs> I don't understand. Supreme leader. Quiet. You, we're going to blow Quiet up you. you. That is, and that's, that's fine. Somebody right. chop his dick off. <laughs> <laughs> That'll learn him. That'll learn him. Oh. <laughs> so that that to me that was weird. It felt contrived yeah. to make Aiden yeah. be, you know, divorced from the Empire, right? Just, is there is there a better way to do that? Do you think? Actually, I think the game itself has a better way, and that is Dell's story with Luke. Oh yeah, because Luke and Dell work together on on. Pal- Palio or Palace or whatever the planet is uh, to to go to the yeah, Empire's yeah. the Emperor's um, storage room of Force goodies, right, right? right? Yeah, and in that process, Dell is like, wait a minute, all the all the propaganda was wrong. I don't think he calls it propaganda. He just says like, all of my information about you and the Jedi were was wrong, and it, it wasn't that. So the, the the way the way that that would be the way that that would be similar to Aiden's story is if rather than Luke showing up, some like Empire commander showed up, and then like murdered a busload of puppies in front of <laughs> Dell, and Dell would be like, "But that wasn't very nice," even though Dell has seen the Empire murder entire planets of people or, before, right? Or, yeah, because that would be that would be similar to what Aiden's problem is: is that like. Wait, you just killed a bustle of puppies. That's even worse than the whole planet you destroyed. What am I doing? You know, like that, her things makes no sense. Dell's right. makes more sense because he, like he gets shown the other side. He right. gets invited to the other way, not shown a thing that he already, like, Aiden, you should know the Empire does this stuff. Yeah. And Dell did not know, and how could he have known? Dell had to be shown what propaganda would have prevented him from knowing. Right. Which was that the Jedi or the rebellion or Luke or whatever is not what he thought they were. Right. You know, so I'm not prescribing what that could be for Aiden. Sure. But I'm saying yeah. that I'm saying that for me, Dell's path to wait, what the fuck. Right. Is I think better than Aiden's path to wait, what the fuck. Yeah. Right off the bat, you said that this is more multiplayer focused and yeah. not, not that the, not that the campaign's a side, a side, thing or you know an afterthought but i think it's less important for them to tie everything up in a bow yeah um yeah. it just needs to move the story forward for them yeah and and i don't think anybody thought that through there were some great things though too going on in yeah. this campaign yeah one thing is that like all of the og characters luke yeah. leia han lando yep i loved the way they were portrayed in yeah. this story yep. like you get to play as all of them yep it was fun. They all had different abilities. They all, even though I think Billy D. Williams was actually used to like yes. the past, the rest of them had non-original voices, right. right? But 
it still felt like them. Leia felt like Princess Leia. Yeah. Han felt like Han Solo. And Lando, sounded like him too. Yeah. Lando felt like Lando Calrissian. Yep. Um, Luke, which wasn't Mark Hamill, but could have been because he's alive still, but he wasn't. Right. Um, Luke, Luke was so good. I loved, I loved Luke Skywalker in this. Yeah. I was, I was sad that there's only one mission with Luke. Yeah. I thought when he made an appearance earlier, I was like, oh, we might get to see Luke again and find out what he's doing with this compass thing. Right. Right. But it turns out you don't, you get to skip the one thing, but Luke's dialogue and Luke's story in that thing are very much like, I'm trying to figure out this weird path still. I'm a different thing than what was there before. And I don't know what it is, but I'm feeling my way through it. Yeah. That's, it felt so good. Yeah. For that. Um, Lando, Lando's character and his abilities were great. His scoundreling of like, you know, destroying that weapons facility. That was great stuff. Yeah. Hans thing on the, the planet with what's her name? The, the bar made from all the. Oh, uh, Ma- Maz Kanata. Maz Kanata. Thank you. Maz- so great. So yeah. great. So yeah. those things they did the the OG characters they did them right. They yeah, they sure did. They sure did. did. Right. Yeah. Yes. I think a lot of people thought that 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 stuff was tacked on, but to me right. it felt it felt pretty essential, right? Yeah. And refreshing too. Yeah. Plus we kept, get to find did, out Yeah. Sorry. No, they just like I said they captured the spirits of the characters so well. Yeah, they really bad. did. They really did. Plus yeah. we get to find out where Tabana gas comes from. Yes. From the There's giant creatures. Giant yeah. creatures in the sky above Bespin. Here. Yeah. Who knew? Does it? Oh, feel... oh sorry. Sorry. Yeah. One more thing for Han and Han and Lando. Yeah. Don't those guys have military titles like general or captain mm-hmm. or whatever? Yeah. They're both generals. Like, they're like, they are never behaving as generals <laughs> in all they're of these stories. Right? They're just, they're just like, you think of a general like in the military now, like you have like umpteen bazillion duties. Right. And so many thousands of people reporting to you and like you're in charge of so many things. And Han can just fuck off and have drinks. Lando can slink off with like this one other dude. Yeah. yeah. And like they they are their titles are general. They yeah. behave nothing like I would expect a general to behave. Right. In any military I understand. <laughs> That's contrast that contrast that with Admiral Akbar, who seems like an admiral to me. Right. Yeah. He's always he's like at the beginning. He's doing admiral stuff. He's doing admiral <laughs> stuff. He's in his yeah. he's in his like command chair, being like right. concentrate all fire on the blood. Like, right. Han is never like concentrate all fire on the blood. He's like right. look out, I want to drink. Pew pew. You know, like he's, <laughs> he's not a, he's not a general. It's like uh, makes me think of like when a university bestows an honorary doctorate. <laughs> on like some rando that barely got yeah. out of high school, you know, yeah. or whatever, you know. That's 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 what that makes me think of. Like, oh, now I could teach, but I'm no, not gonna. I'm just gonna go drink. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go drink and make more Facebook <laughs> stuff. I'm sorry, I interrupted you with that last bit there, though. That's um, now I'm done with my my OG character discussion. No, no, that's okay. That's all right. The only thing I wanted to say was about the the Tabana guest because I thought that was pretty cool. Like, was really cool. where where the fuck was Lando getting that stuff from? Now we know. Yeah. Okay, droid stuff. I wanted to talk about droid stuff because Aiden has a droid whose name is Droid. Yeah, that's it. Doesn't even give yeah. the droid a name. Now she's when she's droid, with the Empire. Right. When she's with the Empire, she's very harsh to the droid. She's like, droid, 
slice, slice this, do that, blah, blah, you know, whatever, right? Yeah. So she's very harsh. Now she softens her tone later when she joins the rebellion. She's like, could you do this, please? Could you do that, please? How about this? You know, hello, yeah. droid, would you mind slicing that for me? But yeah. she still calls it droid. She doesn't give it a yeah. name. The lack of respect for droids in this. Yeah. There's still contrast still that. Contrast that with Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah. There is clearly affection between BD1 and Cal. Yes. There's yeah. and Cal clearly cares for the droid and vice versa. Yeah. And the droid is expected to sort of judge Cal whether he's worthy to reveal secrets to and this from the from the story and all that kind of stuff. Right. So like like and but but BD1 is very much a little clampy on the back of your kind of thing droid, just yeah. like this droid. Right. But has more got more weight as a person, I guess you could say. He yeah. gave it more personality. Yeah, yeah. The Versios, Aiden and her father, Garrick Versio. Yeah. This this is the first time that I can think of that we've had like a lineage on the dark side, other than the completely BS Ray Palpatine. Palpatine thing. lineage. Can you think of another one? Like, uh, like a lineage, like especially a non-Force user lineage, right? Like Tarkin, no. I don't think so, but also consider this. Admiral Versio, until at this point, we are like 25 years post Revenge of the Sith. Mm-hmm. Something like that. 23, 24, 25, whatever it is. Yeah. Admiral Versio clearly was some kind of officer in the Old Republic. Oh, yeah, I suppose he would have been, yeah. Like, pretty much, like anybody older than a certain age in the Empire yeah. was an officer or a, you know, a recruit or whatever in the Old Republic. Right. It's almost like, and I mean, you said dark side. I don't think you meant dark side of the force. You just meant like empires, right? Yeah. The baddies. There's the bad guys side. But in fact, it's like, is there even time for an empire dynasty? Because depending on how old Aiden is, she may not even have been born when the empire existed. She may have been born when the old Republic was was in play. I don't know how old Aiden is supposed to be. No, I guess I don't know either. But anyway, the, so it's a so it's an interesting question because that lineage also deals with the lineage of the galaxy itself. Right. Right? Like, one answer to your question is I can't think of anything. I don't know if there's any other... I mean, other than the Palpatine stuff, I don't think so. I'm but, just but so the, used to talking about Skywalker lineage. Yeah, lineage. I know. And that's... This is so it is a good example of like people always say Star Wars is about families, and this is one of those cases where, yeah, this is another story where family plays a huge role, especially even even the post story is still a family, right? Yeah, Aiden and Dell and their child that that's a family, you know what I mean? Um, well, mostly just Aiden and her child, from what I read, (laughs) because Dell Dell got murdered, murdered. (laughs) So, but that's that's interesting though. I get. I got to think on that some more. Yeah. yeah. And just in terms of the because because it's almost like it's almost like the empire, especially around this time of the galaxy, the empire is sort of a blip in the history of the thing, right? Yeah. yeah. The empire is the empire is there was no empire until twenty five years before this or whatever the whatever that rough count is. Right. And it it was not even going down the path of it really, and then. Palpatine became chancellor, said that he was creating the first galactic empire, and then there was the empire. You know what I mean? Like none of the none of the old republic ships 
or the, the aesthetic of the old Republic was not that style, you know, yeah. yep. the empire became a different look yeah. than the Republic that birthed it and all this stuff too. So there's, there's this really interesting, like, I'm going to get lost in this question, man. No, I like that because Admiral Versio could very well have been on the side of the angels in his military service. I mean, he yeah. looks like he's been in the service probably for three years, right? Yeah. Which means five years longer than the empire has existed at that point. Yeah. Yeah. So he served in the old Republic. He served. He was at the battle of fucking whatever, right? He might've been, in, he may have been at the battle of Coruscant. Yeah. He might've been like the second mate or whatever of some, yeah. Destroyer or whatever, right? Yeah. Again, you bring up something that like is way <laughs> deeper than what I'm even thinking of, which is which is great, which is actually why I throw these things at you because you can kind of give it that heft that I can't. Uh, the weighty heft. Of... Yes. A couple things about, about ships. Yeah. Naboo Starfighters made an appearance. Yeah, I dig that. And... Um, you have to fly in one of those those twin pod things on. on oh, the cloud the, cars! The cloud cars! Yes, that was pretty fucking rad. That was, that was rad. <laughs> I was, and also like that little thing destroyed like a lot of stuff. Yeah, it did. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like whoever thought that those little cars just flying zipping through Cloud City could right. fucking take down three star destroyers know. you know and like and like no wonder han was like all right all right we'll just stay our course no problem yeah. right Jesus, makes fine. more sense now <laughs> that's a good point that's a good point yeah. good old lando good old, good old lando yeah there's another thing that that didn't quite work for me okay with with any story film book whatever if you make me watch it make me care mm-hmm. and i did not care that Dell and Iden planted a big smooch at the end of the campaign. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like I didn't yeah. I, like I, I could see that there maybe was affection there, but there wasn't any tension. To right. It. Yeah. You they know? didn't so build like, that up at all. They didn't build it up. Away. Like, yeah. so it, it, uh, to me, it would have almost made more sense or it would have felt okay. Like you don't see them kiss, but then you find out that they wind up getting together and have a child in right. the next part of it or whatever. Right. That would be fine with me. Like I have sure. no problem not seeing. I have no problem not seeing them smooch in the game. Yeah, and yeah. then they get together and have a child. Like that's yeah. fine. Clearly, they have a connection, but there was no tension there. I didn't care that they were kissing each other. Right. I didn't care. Well, it's just like you said. It wasn't built up. It wasn't. You. I mean, you've got to plant. We've talked about this before. You got to plant a seed before yeah. you know before you before you show the plant before you show the tree oh did he plant a seed hey hey um <laughs> because because they have a child that's like literal literal seed like his uh, his, his empire seed or his, former empire seed. yeah his, his rebel seed mm. rebel seed his, there you go his rebel sperm his you know <laughs> impregnated her radical rebel, rebel sperm eggs <laughs> and uh you know, she birthed a child that was theirs. That's the seed that we're talking about. When a man and a woman <laughs> love each other very much. Even in space. Even in space. It still works that way. That's right. A man will put his hoo-hoo dilly <laughs> in, in the woman's cha-cha. In space. In space. Did you catch the For the, Rebe- for the Empire thing? Yeah. <laughs> he said that... <laughs> 
It happened, and I just started I just... laughing. <laughs> I could not stop laughing, man. Oh, like, God. Like, Paul's going Paul's gonna to love that, man. So I have, I have a couple of other things here, and they have to do yeah. with they have to do with the sequel movies as they relate to this game or as this bring game it on bro so so number 1 we get to see how all the ships end up on jakku right how all yeah. this wreckage yep. is there yep and while i am not the type that wants to go back and see how every single thing happened like i don't want to i don't care about the origin of han's dice i don't care yeah. about how yeah. you know Shui got his name or how Han got the last yeah. name Solo, right? I'm picking on Solo right now, but like, yeah. because that's the, that's the one that I can think of that, that really kind of dug their feet in and said, well, we're going to show you the origin of everything. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I, I'm not the kind of person that needs that backstory for every single thing. Yep. But this was, this was nice to have. Yeah, I think so too. If only, the, if only because I wondered when we were watching, when I watched the, that movie the first time, where the hell all that came from? Yeah. And, and I appreciate that they put it in a game instead of making it like in a movie or a comic. Because I feel like in a game, if you're playing a Star Wars game, you're on a different level than the guy that watches a Star Wars movie or the girl that watches the Star Wars TV shows. And that's it. Right. You're yeah, on a completely yeah. different level if you are playing games. Yeah. To say nothing of the Star Wars role-playing games that you play. <laughs> but you're you're on a different level. And so this kind of spoke to me as if it were more for like those fans that are like really just deep, deep, like, yeah, ball, like balls deep in <laughs> Star Wars. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> And I appreciated that. I appreciated that they, yes. that they gave us that. Yeah. Yeah. That, you're, you're right. That's totally right. That's totally right. That that's a, like, like if I wasn't a huge star Wars nerd, I would never have wondered. Right. Where the, where the wreckage came from when I watched force Awakens. Right. Um, but it's a nice touch to have. It's nice. And it's nice that it's like, that is, the, that's one thing I appreciate about the star Wars universe is its willingness to, tell you about all the bumps and bruises and scars and things that happen. Yeah. But like, you don't need them for every thing. Right. But if you yeah. want to go get it, it's there. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yep. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. The other thing that I wanted to bring up about that is something that I kind of had a problem with. Like, do we really need Kylo Ren in the first order in this game? Do they, I, do they even matter I, at the end of this? Does it even matter that Kylo Ren comes looking for Scott? Like you could have excised him entirely and you still could have had, Hask and yeah. Dell having their yeah. confrontation, you know. I mean, I mean, let's be real. Part of the reason there is this campaign is to teach you the various modes of gameplay, true, and character yeah. styles. Yeah. So, like, I get my main way I put it, but I think you're totally right. Like, I didn't need to be Kylo Ren, yeah, and yeah, kill a bunch of people. Yeah, yeah. It, it it just felt tacked on. It felt tacked it, it on. Didn't, yeah, I didn't need that. There's so. uh, one more one more nitpick thing from me. Yeah. Is that I did watch some of the cutscenes from that second DLC thing. I didn't play the whole oh. campaign of that. Okay. Um, but in, it, in, at the end of that one, Aiden dies. Okay. So he gets right. shot somehow. Okay. And there was, and this is a general movie trope thing that I'm like, mm, uh. so okay. what happens is she is at some point she gets shot, but she's like directing her daughter and doing things like, go do that. And do that. Oh, good. Hey, we made it. All right. That's so great. And then she goes, 
Ugh, and she collapses. <laughs> and she she does the thing where she moves her hand. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a wound below her hand. Reveal the wound. And the daughter is like, "Oh, we gotta get you somewhere." And she's like, "It's too late." And I'm like, "How do people know it's? <laughs> how do you know it's too late? Yeah, when that happens to you. How do you know it's too like? You know what I mean? Like, you could just be passing out and just somebody could just drag your body to the thing and then like <laughs> put you on a stretcher and get you off the planet or whatever. Like, how do you know it's too late? I'll tell you what. I don't, I don't want to find out anytime soon, <laughs> but, but I suppose that when you get to that point, you might know. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm with you though. I'm with you though. No, it's it's one of those tropes that is, that is like, Oh, come on. Yeah. You know? Cause it's like, her daughter, yeah. yeah. Her daughter could be like, but mama have this little tabana or this little back to mini tank right here. Let me just like <laughs> right. just squirt some back to in your wound there. And we'll, maybe, we'll, maybe that'll be enough to get you to the ship or whatever. Right. right? Because, because Aiden is a functional person. Right. Until she's like, it's too late. You know, like, <laughs> come on, dude, it might not be too late. Let yeah. your daughter save your life. You know, it's yeah. your daughter. Yeah. That's, that's all. That's, that's my, that's my bitch moment right there. That's, that's, that's pretty funny actually. <laughs> yeah. Think about it. Cause it happens so, in a lot of films or. Yeah. Movies. No, yeah. To leave me behind. But how do you know you're dying? You might not be dying right now. Yeah. Yeah. Know? Go on without me. Would it be well, okay. So they need to make a movie where there's a guy who's like, go on without me. And they go on without him. And it turns out the guy like lives. <laughs> and he's like, why'd you go on without me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You told me but to. Like, right. But then, but then like, maybe he goes on like, like, like he gets like, indoctrinated by the other side or whatever oh, yeah. and then like now he comes back for them and he's like you left me and he's like no you, we, we tried to take you you, you told, told us to leave you told us not to yeah it's like what the hell man what's wrong with you Sp- uh, speaking of the other side uh, this this game this entire like not the entire game but like the point where Aiden realizes that she's on the wrong side of history if you want to call it yeah. that there's a sketch it's a British sketch comedy oh are we the baddies are we the baddies yes 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 yes. right so this is a this game this entire game is precipitated on a are we the baddies moment yes it's a a completely right yeah 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 the whole thing is like and and any wait a minute (laughs) let's be real any member of the imperial navy yeah should always be having that moment of are we the baddies because they are so clearly evil (laughs) that come on you know yeah. I mean, we're all walking in formation and we're, we're like, murdering planets. We're clomping I, around and like, guys, I just watched Alderaan blow up out my porthole window here. How do you, how do you lot, There was that? a lot of puppies on that planet that died for no reason. <laughs> Not all puppies can't be rebels, guys. So how do they, how do they rationalize that, right? Yeah, how like, do you, like, how do you make the rebels look like the bad guys when you're blowing up planets? Yeah. Right? Like, they, they, they had plans. They had. They plans. were gonna blow up. They were gonna blow up this. They giant... were gonna. Yeah, we made a thing that blows up planets, <laughs> and they were gonna blow up that thing that blows up planets. <laughs> they were gonna blow. So up we blew them our, up yeah. with our thing that blows up planets. That's ha right. <laughs> It's only fair and right. <laughs> Aren't you just playing into their scheme? Shut up. Get back to work. Chop, chop his dick off. <laughs> yeah, dick choppers. Get that guy. Just. Like I don't know how you I don't know how you play the rebels as the bad guys if you're the empire and you've got nope. like fucking a guy a guy running around in a black cloak and a fucking death mask with it a just red light fucking electrocuting people everywhere right. he goes yeah yeah, they have the, yeah what the fuck man 
Yeah. He force chokes people. He's like, but we're not the bad guys. But we're not the bad guys. Don't forget. It's the Those guys are the rebels, bad guys because they won't listen to us. <laughs> you, know the, you know what the rebels want? They want peace. And yeah. Freedom. They want peace and freedom. That's they want, bullshit. They want, to make, they want to be able to make a living and they want to, they want, they want, they want health care. They want fucking health care, man. <laughs> <laughs> fucking rebels. How fucking dare they? <laughs> So anyway, so I, yeah, I, I I feel like we're wrapping up here. I enjoyed yeah, yeah. the game, but I think I, I had to take it for what it was to really yeah. enjoy it. Yep, it's not sure. like it's not like with like Knights of the Old Republic, which I also enjoyed, but for a very different reason. Like the story there was the main component, and I think yeah. you really hit the nail on the head in in saying that this was really just a way to introduce you to. It was like an extended tutorial. Yeah. For, for getting into multiplayer. But you know? like a fun tutorial, you know? And right. Yeah. Told a decent story in the process. Like a five-hour tutorial. <laughs> five-hour tutorial like, that had a big story with chapters. Makes perfect sense. Yeah. yeah. Perfect sense. Where do we go from here? So one thing that has been on the docket still, to, to go back to the stories, the yep. 40th anniversary stuff. Yep. But, but in order to keep using the force ah yes we need to have an alternative and let the force decide okay. and by the way to our listening audience i have thanks to rich i have a coin which is which is a, a united states half dollar so on the heads it's jfk but the tails is darth vader yes and that's what we're going to use to flip a coin and use the force to tell us what to do next so yeah. i'm going to say i'm going to say heads is 40th anniversary stuff. Okay. Tails is something that we haven't decided. <laughs> hmm. We could do well, if we want to stick in the realms. If we want to stick in the realm of comics, we could do that. That the Star Wars thing, oh. where it kind of it kind of explores like the original like Super. treatment. Super archaeology. Uh, yeah, the super super archaeology. I don't know if I'm uh, there I, yet, but yeah, but I'm not sure I'm there yet for that. There's a possibility. I, like I don't want that. I don't want the coin to come up on that one quite yet. <laughs> yeah, like well, I want I want the I want the coin to have uh, things on both sides that I, will, I w- I'm really looking forward to doing. Yeah. So we we could do that. We could do. I wish we could. I wish we could get our hands on the uh, the old Ewoks movies. Mm. <laughs> Oh shit! Fucking Ewoks, uh, Battle for Endor and shit. Because because Endor, right? We could go from there. Because you know what Endor, about? Endor. Well, because we're because they, this beginning of this game starts on Endor, so we could have we could bridge it that way, or we could do Return of the Jedi. Dude, I think that's a worthy Darth Vader side of the coin. Okay, Jedi, Jedi, or 40th anniversary? Is that where we're going? Yeah, Return of the Jedi or 40th anniversary. Dude, okay, that's good. That's a good because that yeah that's. I'm good. just trying okay. to bridge. I was just trying to bridge oh, from the that's game. That's good. That's is... good. Let's do that. Okay. Okay. So okay. here comes the flip. Okay. And it's gonna be which, weird because which... it's, it's gonna be weird because it's very thick coin. You know, it's big. <laughs> Heyo. Don't hurt yourself. Which so side heads, is which? Heads is the 40th anniversary stuff. Right. Okay. Darth, Darth Vader is the Return of the Jedi. Okay. Review. All right. Let's do this. I am one with the Force, and the Force is with me. The flip has happened. I am revealing it now. Heads. Heads. So we're going to so doing the 40th anniversary. We're going to pick three stories from the 40th yes. anniversary. We'll, we're going to pick those off air because yeah. I don't have it right next to me. Yeah. And, and I don't want to, I don't want to do it right now. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to do, I don't want to do it right now. Do so it. fuck it. <laughs> fuck it. We'll do it live. We'll wait, we're not going to do it live. We're not doing it live. Never mind. 
Fuck. Just read all of the rest of them and then write a bunch of stuff for all of them and then we'll pick three. <laughs> We're going to do a book yeah. report. The whole thing is going to be a book report. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, well, that's what we'll do. Cool. Bye, everyone. Talk Bye. to you later. Yeah. Talk to you later, listener. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Great Disturbances. If you enjoyed our show, please leave us a review on iTunes, Podbean, or any of your favorite podcast apps. You can find us on Facebook by searching for at Great Disturbances and on Twitter at G Disturbances. See you later!